Welcome back to the His and Hers podcast, episode 60. No lie, this is like our fourth attempt on trying to record this freaking episode. It's more like the 15th. It's just been, yeah, it's... um, just one thing after another. But it's okay. Your Monday is going to be way yeah. better than what, what today is <laughs> for us. So happy Monday and welcome back to the His and Hers podcast. Yeah. Episode 60, y'all. Yep. Okay. Can we get a little round of applause? That's yeah. Great. Yeah, sure. It's been yeah. it's been a ride. And every single one of y'all that decided to stay on for round two, three, four, and five, or six, we really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit, man. But we, uh, welcome it, back. It, yeah. Happy Monday. We, we, we had a hell of a week last week. Just... Mm. Things just, you know how it goes. Life, life's hard, man. You know, and then, uh, but so I did put out what people I, I asked on the um, Instagram account, what mm. people wanted to hear us talk about. Yeah, and uh, I'll I'll give you one guess. Oh God, as to what they want us to talk about. Does that have anything to do with a little submersible? A little submersible, indeed. It's the first time that I yeah. ever learned what a submersible was. I was like, don't you mean a submarine? It's oh, no. I, I was corrected. Okay. You were corrected? Very many times. Well, not me personally, oh, but yeah. like, you know. I just what keep I calling thought, it a submarine. And then everybody in the comments was like, that is so stupid. It's a submersible. And I was like, hey, bro. Like, relax. I'm, I'm sorry. Tomato, I'm sorry. tomato. So apparently submarines can't go down that deep. But in, okay. So synopsis for those of you guys that have been under a rock. And even right. if you have, it would have reached you. Um, because this thing all over the news, every single headline, countdown. Yeah. Everything. We had like the entire world looking at this case. So um, unfortunately, there was five souls that were lost recently, um, and we are going to be talking about um, five individuals that decided to go on an exploration of the Titanic in person. So uh, I wasn't aware that there were tours like this, but there are. Yeah, you this have is to how I found out about it. Exponentially rich in order to do it. Yeah, because you know, it costs two hundred fifty thousand dollars per ticket. That's per insane person to amount go down of money. There. So, you know, people were like, I saw some people making like jokes about it memes. Then there was people like on Twitter that were like trying to be on our high horse. You know, they're like, you shouldn't be laughing. This could be your family. I'm like, this could literally never be my family. Like, what are you talking about? Exactly. Now, if it was a prison riot now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say is that like people say that our generation, like Gen Z's, like we deal with uh, trauma, well, with I'm a, comedy. I'm, I'm a, we're, we're millennials. Okay. I said our generation and Gen Z. That's oh. what I said. I'm very much aware. And you're hardly in my generation. You're so barely. What do you mean? You're kissing my generation. No, very, I'm not. Like barely. Very barely. How old? How much Very older barely. than All you I think know I is am. I wasn't born in the 80s. That's all I know, but we can move on. So I was born at like 11:59 <laughs> of the so 80s. No, you were the whole 80s. You were here. The, the, the whole, whole ass, okay? Easter's, summers, <laughs> holidays in the 80s. Don't try to lie. But um okay. <laughs> so and St. Patrick's Day. So maybe you got a point. <laughs> I miss Valentine's Day though. Huh. Hmm. So you wouldn't have to buy me nothing. Yeah. Always trying to avoid Valentine's <laughs> Day. We stay on track. Oh, my God. This has to be like the worst podcast <laughs> you're going to be hearing right now. I'm so sorry. Yeah. At least you're not coming to us for news. Cause yeah. You, we, we're exactly. not here to give you we're that shit. Go. But gonna, we always come back. We're not going to break down the science. None of that shit. Yeah. We're not going to be like, okay. Because we already know. I was studying yeah, it. You were studying you saw it. The TikToks we were studying. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like you saw, we all Our timelines are the same. You know what I mean? So, Okay. Bunch of rich people, including mm-hmm. a 19-year-old kid, got yeah. on this submersible to go and um, explore the Titanic for Father's Day, evidently. And Which sounds like a great idea. W- in theory, but, like, not... Yeah. I don't... I, 
Until you realize, like, the submarine's made out of, like, Home Depot buckets and spray paint cans. For real. And so let's like, talk about know. the submersible. This thing is made out of, like, a few different metals. Okay, what his name yeah. is, um, I'm so Stockton Rush. That's, Stockton Rush. That's the guy, which, in my opinion, when you watch the videos of this guy, like the old interviews, uh, where this guy's just, like, arrogantly bragging about, like, cutting corners on all the safety shit. To me, this guy's a murderer. Like Dang. straight up, this guy is was negligent. This guy was mm. just incompetent. This guy is well, he kind of he guised it like I'm thinking outside of the box. Yeah, not we nah, don't do that, nah. but I do. And so because you know they have their own community of, of like you know deep divers that it's kind of a small net community. They all know mm-hmm. each other, and when they're putting together these submersibles, you know they they all use a specific type of metal, stain or titanium, steel, and you know things that aren't going to warp in the water that deep with that much, right, pressure. That much pressure and so he's like i'm the only one doing it um and, and it's and like working his, his whole thing was weird too because he was like if you notice on my crew i don't have anybody over 23 on it and i'm like that's a problem man wow he said that yeah he was like i like to keep it young and fresh because like basically just calling people his age like old farts I don't know, man. It seems kind of weird. Like, why do you want only like twenty year old girls on your shit? I did not see this. What? Yeah, yeah. He straight up. He said that he doesn't have unless unless it was fake. But yeah, anybody older than twenty three. Babe, I'm being so for real. Like he said, he didn't want anybody like in their thirties and up because they are boring. (laughs) Basically, wow. So he didn't want anybody with experience on his crew or any part of it. And then this guy was saying that he had NASA. And Boeing working on his shit. And then NASA and Boeing were like, don't you fucking lie on us. Like, we didn't have nothing, we to, had do with nothing this, to do with this dumb with shit. This Logitech controlling yeah. as submersible. Like, okay. Bitch, I, like, NASA's like, bitch, we've been to fucking Mars, bro. You think we can't figure out a way to get to fucking the Titanic? Yeah, I start, dude? It's the first time any of us, let's be real, any of us start even having any sort of research into oceans and submarines and submersibles. Okay. But what I did learn is that maybe a submersible should not be controlled with the Logitech controller. All right. Yeah, there are other submersibles that are not controlled. Pay the extra with that. 30 bucks, get the name brand controller. This man. thing is going for $30, $40 dollars on amazon and they literally program the motion of this submersible on this logitech controller and like this thing runs off of like legit batteries he was like we got six just in case (laughs) (laughs) fuck so just get a good get the real controller man it's just get a real xbox crazy the way that this interview went no it was like okay and then like the guy interviewing him he, I'll link the interview in the description. Like even he, when he saw the controller, he was like, "Oh my yeah, god!" Yeah, he just started like, laughing. I thought somebody how like did a, not? I thought somebody did a voiceover of the interview laughing. Like the guy was just like, "Come on!" I think he thought he was joking. No, he's being for real. And then you realize, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like no, yeah, he was he was being for real. And then at the end of it, the guy goes, "Uh, he, you know, he's like, it's virtually indestructible." And he's like, "That's virtually what identically what they said about the Titanic." <laughs> Yeah, and then he left. He's like, tea. "Yep." <laughs> I was like, "What?" I was like, "How can?" I just don't get how anybody like the only person I truly feel sorry for uh, on that submersible was the nineteen-year-old 19 year old. who supposedly didn't want to go initially. He did it to appease his dad, who's a huge Titanic fan. His which, dad was how the hell? Yeah, his dad was like, "How do you become a huge like Titan Titanic fan like that?" Bro? There are some people that are like super like, like obsessed, just, like they just with like the, the Titanic. Movie? I think there are different aspects. They're obsessed with like the people, uh-huh. their history, what that meant for like you know the conspiracy theories behind it, or yeah. just the wreckage itself and the ocean aspect. Yeah, which I, I can I can go with 
the conspiracy theory. Like I'm totally tinfoil hat yeah. sometimes. Where like, like, like I say, like I can I can get on board with the conspiracy theory if it empowers or if it involves power and money. Mm. Then, then yes, I can absolutely get on board with it, which is why flat earth theory just doesn't make sense to me. Because I'm like, who's who's getting power? Who's getting money here? But if you're talking about the theory of who sank the Titanic, well, that's for both money and power. So, yeah, I, I could get on board with, with that. For well, sure. OK, so there's so many layers to this, which is why they mostly. The but but let, let, let's go back over the, the timeline of, of how. Okay. Of what happened with the Titan submersible. Okay, so Father's Day comes so around. Father's Day, yeah. And it's about noon when they finally start their des- their descent into the ocean. And um, they get down. So the, the Titanic is sitting at a staggering over 16,000 feet below the surface of the water. Okay? And there's a lot of pressure down there. But um, it takes about two and a half hours to safely glide yourself down there. So they're going to be in there for a minute. Round trip, it's going to be, what, like a six-hour thing. You know what I mean? I think all together it's like. It's like eight, so you no, have I enough time? No, I think it's longer than that. It's like 12 hours or something. Something was like it? that. Sorry. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty lengthy process. I like, thought it was eight or eight and a half. Well, maybe, like all together probably, yeah. something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I think because I was watching another video where this guy, was he went like a couple weeks before. Uh-huh. Oh, and, yeah, I saw that one, too. And um, I forgot his name, but, yeah. You can actually see, like, them bolting it from the outside. Yeah, so weird. And when they <laughs> bolted it, I immediately started panicking. But, th- but they, they couldn't go, so that could have been him. Like, yeah. Because there was a tr- very trip before yeah. this last and one. And they couldn't go. So, yeah. Man. So the weird thing about it, too, was when we found out about it, when everybody found out about it, was we just thought, like, they were lost. Yeah. Like, they just lost signal. Yeah. I was under the impression that they got down there and they're, like, you know, touring around. Because, like, this thing used to go inside the Titanic in different parts to go get closer looks at, like, the different, you know, windows and things like that. So, I was like, I think it got stuck. Like, stuck in one of the bathrooms. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, that would have been such my luck. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> or, like, just, you know, I was like, because it, it's, like, dilapidated. So, I was like, yeah. I could totally see something either falling on it, pinning yeah. it, something like that. Um. So so they had like a countdown all over news stations, countdown of how much oxygen, because evidently they left with only 96 hours worth of mm-hmm. oxygen on the vessel. So there's like huge countdowns. And yeah, this I was, goes I was following on. a Twitter account that just, <laughs> just the countdown for Man, the Man, there was a lot of accounts that just like, they show up like overnight, not even, yeah. like within minutes. And it's like completely dedicated to this new thing right so we have all of these countdowns and i was just i'm sure like most of us i'm over here trying to get as much info like this is crazy this is literally like everyone's worst nightmare tell me not like yeah both ways because you know they said that like oh you know it could have imploded or they could just be trapped down there i was like it both does sound like hell absolutely terrifying (laughs) like Like, that is that is a terrifying way to go and i just um so okay all of us are on pins and needles and then you know evidently like we're hearing sounds and booms in the yeah, the ocean and there's uh, recordings and like you know it sounds like somebody's trying to send morse code or somebody mm-hmm. from the navy and one of the guys on there you know he was um he was in the navy so he would know you know how to get this code across and that's what it seems like it seems like cries for help and everybody's trying to decode it and like yeah. it, everybody every all hands on deck no pun intended. And so. Wow. So sorry. It was a lot better than what I was going to say. <laughs> now I have to hear it. I was going to say. 
What? I was going to say today we're going to do a deep dive. (laughs) (laughs) No. Prepare to have your mind blown. I know. Okay. So don't get mad at us. Like, I seriously think that our generations, we deal with trauma with comedy. Like, it's just, it's not. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, But like, if I were in the, like, if it was me in there, I would fully expect the jokes as well. Like. Yeah. I feel like I would too. You know what I mean? Like, there's some things. Like, there's not all deaths are tragic. You know what I mean? Like, if you've seen my clip on, on Instagram, um, you know how I feel about bungee jumping deaths. You know, it's not sad. So not all deaths are sad, okay? Like, this guy, this could have been avoided. It, it was is, totally avoidable it is death. avoidable, yes. Nobody had to go to the Titanic. There's a movie, okay? James Cameron did it. The guy who made Titanic, the movie, he was able to go in 1995 to go see the Titanic, and he did it with an Atari controller. So, you know, to me, I feel like the Stockton Rush guy is a, is a fucking idiot. He was bold. No, he's, he's an idiot. Let me tell you something. If it was in construction, if he did what he did and he lived, he would go to prison for life. Yeah. Like that is that is the yeah. level of negligence. So like really, like I feel bad for the other people because they trusted this guy. They trusted their lives with this guy. I feel bad for those people. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't deserve to die. That guy Stockton Rush, he he knew what he was doing. He knew he was being negligent. He did it deliberately and it cost five people their lives, including him. So when I'm making jokes about it, I'm making jokes about number one, like just that guy pretty much and, and what he did. But I mean, here. So if even you, you want to get Charles, mad at me, everybody care. was waiting, just waiting on pins and needles. Cause after all this comes out and there's a whole timeline and sounds and everything, it turns out that, you know what? Hey, we uh, knew about what happened the first day. We knew that it imploded be- within the first, uh, they were, what was it? A um, hundred, no, 300 and it was like 35, I don't know. I don't remember if it was 3,500 feet or meters down, but it wasn't all the way down no, yet. No, it's 3,500 feet. And they lost. Under. And they lost the the communication. They lost the, yeah. And they the lost tracker. the the transponder. Yeah, the tracker. Yeah. And I was watching James Cameron doing an interview, and people were wondering. They're like, "Why hasn't James Cameron said anything?" And then when they when they when he did finally say something, he was like, "As soon as I knew that they lost the transponder, because yep. he's like he knew the whole time. You know, he's in that community. He knew the whole time. And so he was like, I knew right away that it, yeah. it imploded. And like everybody was waiting on pins and needles because he's like for real, like the godfather of deep diving and exploration. <laughs> that guy's crazy. He man. has been to the Titanic so many times, like but over thirty times. I was times. gonna say, what is it like thirty times? Yeah, and. Okay, he spent more time with the Titanic than the captain of the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. He did the math. Yeah. And then the day of 9-11 back in 2001, you know where he was at when that happened? Yeah. Eating lunch on the Titanic. On the deck. He was on the deck in his submersible. Like how much Eating lunch with his friend on a Titanic. And so he comes up. And they're like, everybody is just an up in arms. And he's like, I don't know what's going on. And they're like, dude, d- there's like, like so much mayhem right now. Which like, what an asshole, by the way, like to have, you know, because everybody always asks, like, do you remember where you were on 9-11? And you're like, this guy's going to come he with us like, <laughs> on the Titanic. Man, fuck you. <laughs> you mean you were watching the Titanic? No, on the deck. Man, okay. go to hell. <laughs> like, 
you're on the Titanic on like the Titanic. four years after you made Titanic. That's crazy. You had you had no reason to go back on the, on the Titanic. Nah, he just he just like doing it. But nah, he's just, he's like a badass. Like he's such a badass. Deep I sea mean, diver explorer guy. He's been to like the Mariana Trench. He's been to uh, man. I was I saw this other story. I don't know if it's true, but they had a on on Avatar on the first one. You know they have like archery. Yeah. And they had a, a an Olympic archer expert on the set of the movie uh-huh. and he told James Cameron supposedly that you know this style of archery is not possible and then James Cameron went up grabbed it bow and arrow did it and hit the mark like <laughs> just give it back to him and I was like what? who the fuck is this guy no nah, he's crazy like <laughs> and he's you know produced so many films and there's one called I believe it's called the deep and it was made a long long time ago but they had this huge like I mean mm. feet and feet and feet huge arena style pool essentially to do this this filming and it was so deep in oh, fact yeah. that they needed scuba gear and they needed like um they they're like angels scuba divers for you like when you're acting down there and they'll be there if anything goes wrong right yeah so he would they usually would have like switch out of tanks and instead of doing that he would be like hey put a timer on and then i'm gonna go back up and i'll switch out my tank i don't feel like you know doing the switcheroo every you know whatever so he went down there and something went wrong and he was running out of breath right and so one of the angel divers is like supposed to help him and sticks this respirator in his mouth and so he goes to take an inhale it's not working and he damn near dies so he has to like come up and you're not supposed to come up that fast obviously because your lungs can explode yeah. but he did it anyway and as soon as he got up to the fucking surface he fired everybody oh and he just God. fired him and then after that he was like now let's get back to work and his ass went right back down there and he was like if i can't rely on I you can't. to do your fucking job and then you're gonna go so like yeah, I, I he can't. did this interview and he did not hold back firstly he was like i just didn't feel right commenting on it but i, I got emails and i got like everybody knew what happened okay the first day that it happened um, then he, that he knew that they heard the sound of the implosion happening the minute that they lost the signal for the tracking system, apparently. Yeah. When he lose both, he's like, Ooh. he was like, they're done. Like there's not, mm. there's no hope at that point. And then he started talking about the way that his opinion of the way that this vessel was put together. And he said, I completely thought that it was crazy i i didn't it did not meet the standards that it needed to meet it was not certified no yeah every single one of his and by the way he's made multiple um of these vessels himself so he he was real big on that where like every single time you go down into the depths this thing is taking on thousands of pounds of of pressure and you keep going you keep going it's going to break over over time especially when you mix metals like that he was like you will not get that with like titanium and steel it's different so he he did not hold back he was like i he said i wish that i would have spoken up more about it but well he said that they asked him to like do all that stuff and yeah but yeah they asked him on a tour no no james cameron no james cameron said that he told he that like that community him and like that community were like were pleading with him before then to not do this and to get certified and do all that and mm-hmm. so like they they did tell this guy like oh they told stockton rush yeah that guy oh, they so were like hey he said that stockton rush got a hold of him and was like hey do you want to go on a tour yeah and stockton rush was like nah thanks and so because in in his mind he was like this was poorly put together yeah but i just he he didn't get involved in metal in, in the business because he was like, I just felt like 
They're way smarter people than me. But honestly, it just wasn't his business. He was just yeah, like, man, you know, I have my own, you know, submersibles to build. And, you know, I have my own thing going on. I mm. just, it wasn't my business. And, you know, just, it was a sad tragedy. But, you know, yeah. he just, he really handled it eloquently. But it blew my mind that they knew. They knew. And it's crazy how the media works that way. Yeah, I don't know. They I, all of us like the public pins and needles for there, like seventy two hours. There's definitely a reason why they did that, but I mean I don't know. I'm sure people have their theories and their ideas, but yeah, that's weird. There's definitely a reason why they did that. Headlines everywhere. Like there was nothing else all over the news. It was it like took a countdown. I mean every feed. Yeah. Uh, which which was weird. Like you've that was like I don't. I think what captivated so many people is the fact that. There was like this nationwide countdown mm. of people dying, yeah. which is fascinating. Yeah, it, it's a it's a crazy concept when you think about it. But like we were all just pretty much counting down, like these people eventually dying. Like it felt like that was the outcome, no matter what. Mm. And and I think that's, that's a crazy concept, actually, because you know throughout history it's been shown that the masses there's a a really big like, like usually you hear about the deaths like afterwards. I know, but like back in history, when you had like public unalivings oh, that were yeah. scheduled, yeah, there were the masses. I mean, it's like something that yeah. like will draw people in over history of time. It's been proven, mm -hmm. and it's crazy. It's so crazy, and but it's also sad. This situation is sad for those five people, and you know, like you said, it, it was avoidable but it's still a tragedy and yeah. it's very very sad and also speaking of sad there's just been some crazy things going on in the ocean and um so i think the hardest part is the fact that it was so avoidable in the sense that even if they it, they went down which is their right if this guy would have just did his job and did right by these people like it could be a totally different story Mm -hmm. So I think in a sense, it's like almost kind of like just, I don't know, just another example of the human being being arrogant, thinking they're above the laws of physics. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's crazy that, you know, both of these, the both of these people passed because they didn't listen to the warning signs of of the captain of the Titanic as well as the captain of the, yeah, it's just the Titan. So, it, it, you know, I hope that the their families are doing okay and their friends and their community mm -hmm. and everything yeah. and this is gonna go down in history and i mean they will forever be in association with the legendary titanic which i think that you know especially for um you know him i think that that that's probably he was already obsessed with the titanic anyway so i, I mean guess, everybody, yeah, everybody yeah. there was except for that 19 year old kid man yeah i, yeah, I feel he I feel was not obsessed there ain't no way his mom's gotta be Oh, my God. And shambles, Correct. right? Just, oh, my gosh. Like, that is... My heart just goes out to her. I can't even imagine. Um, yeah. Speaking of my heart going out, there was also some other crazy stuff going on in the ocean recently. There was some a boat full of uh, um, almost 800. It was over, over 750 refugees, um, and they capsized in Greek waters. Uh, this was not really um, on, you know, the news. It wasn't really, there wasn't a whole lot of media around it, but it did happen. And um, there's a lot of speculation why and what's going on behind that. But at the end of the day, um, they've only been able to um, 
save about a little over 100 survivors, and they have had to fish out about uh, 82 to 83 um, deceased, and the rest of them are missing. So there was a lot of lives lost, and um, it was very sad because this, this boat was filled to the brim, and so there were absolutely no women and children survivors because they were being held in the bottom portion of the boat, you know, just in case of weather and for, like, safekeeping until they got to their destination point. So when the boat started capsizing, there was nobody there to save all the women and children. So there's, like, a high chance that they're all gone. And the only um, survivors were men and the rest of It's just, um, it's very sad. And it, it was just, it's such a a ton of people that I was so shocked that no, like there was no reports on it hardly. And it was very hard to find information about it. There's a lot of conflicting information, a lot of pointing of fingers and like, there's so much anger and hostility around it, but like it is, it is such a huge mass of people. I mean, you think about it and the Titanic lost about what, 1500 people. And this was, this was, over 500 um so my thoughts and prayers go out to those families they were trying to find some safe haven um over you know in in uh greece so just you know really thank thank god for for your place on the earth because from one moment to the next and it's just cra- and i was just talking yeah. about this how it just seems like the ocean's pissed you got like these orcas that are banding together and flipping over boats have you heard about this i have yeah it's been like three of them so far yeah and and like shark attacks and it just seems like the ocean is very irritated does it seem i've yeah. been saying this for weeks now <laughs> yeah you just got to stay out the ocean just don't maybe go don't there. go into the depths. Don't, I know. Don't go I into just, the ocean. just uh yeah, maybe just you know, just don't go past your knees. That's my <laughs> I think even that at <laughs> this my point motto. I'm thinking like Yeah, I don't know, crab might cut my toe off or some dumb shit. Oh man. I just really didn't give it as much thought, you know, getting into the ocean as far as like the dangers. Yeah. You know, I just kinda wanted to when like, chill. But when, when you really think about it I'm like, talking about deep ocean. Fuck that. Or like out in the middle of that's why it's crazy when you think about like the Polynesians and what they did. Mm-hmm. Like when they did it, you're like, man, that's some crazy shit. That's crazy shit because the, the ocean is boats. just so unforgiving. Yeah. And like they were, it's, it's. That's all they had. They just had wood boats with like sails, no Logitech controllers. Like how do they do it? How do they do it? How do, can you imagine going across the Pacific, like the biggest ocean? Hell no. <laughs> no. I don't know, mm. man. That shit is crazy to me. Mm. That's why I don't have no Polynesian ancestry because my 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 ancestors <laughs> was like, nope, always <laughs> absolutely a, not. Always say like the quickest way for me to die would be drowning because I can't hold my breath for shit. Oh, you can't. You so got baby like, lungs. I would die in like four seconds. I just I don't know. Over time, I've just gotten more and more fear of water. Yeah, it's it's scary, man. Yeah, especially like if you're talking about the ocean or like a lake, even a lake. I mean, it's pretty scary. Yeah, I mean, just because. You just never know, man. Your leg's scary. So you can fall in the water. Somebody can hit you with a boat. Mm-hmm. Like, this is some fucked up yeah, shit. Yeah, like drunk people around there. I remember one time I was on a, when we were in Wyoming, this is like when I was like younger, like a teenager, like a kid. We were on this uh, beach and this guy just zooms off with his jet ski, loses 
control of his jet ski and just goes right on the beach, just nails this lady, <gasps> just head on, boom. Oh, my God. Yeah, they had to, like, flight for life because there's no way to get a car over there. Yeah. So the only way you could get to that beach is by boat. So they had to, like, get flight for life over there to get her out. I think she ended up being okay, I think. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so, I mean, just. That's why your dad's always like, have the kids in front of our boat. Just have them just right here in front of the boat. Like, Hell, yeah. Because if you go off to the side and there's, like, an open space for another boat to park, yeah, they can come up onto the beach. Yeah, and this and guy so just didn't know how to drive a jet ski, and he just. That is so scary. And, right that is so beach. scary. I think he was trying to show off. He's like trying to be cool because some people will go by and they like try to spray the beach with. Yeah. Oh hell no. But this guy just went. Like right we're not on. in Miami, sir. We're yeah, in Wyoming. Settle down. Relax, Settle down. Bro. Okay. Do you, how do you feel about cruises now? How do you guys feel Ooh, about cruises? Are you we're guys... supposed to go on a cruise. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving in a lot of thought. You're just not thinking of this. No, I did think about it. But I was like, man, we're not getting no refunds. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can work my magic. I don't know. Shit, man. Um, yes, there like a, a clause in there for like in case like a submersible. I'm sure that they're probably getting call after call. Like, never mind. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> like rethink to this, man. I really um, don't need to be on this boat. We planned it way in advance. Um, I just we felt like it would be like an easier way to have the kids experience something cool, but still be like in yeah. our confines. You know what I mean? Where it's not this huge resort because it can be a little hard to keep track. Of yeah. them with so many, I don't know. But um, as long as they don't overbook it, I think it should be fine. I, but how do you feel about? I don't know how to feel about being on a big on a cruise cruise. But I think it'll now. be fine, babe. Because we're not going out into like the deep. deep I feel like deep. every person that was just involved in these stories said, "I think it'll be fine." Okay, no, not everybody. <laughs> yeah. Even that one guy was like. Sign this waiver. Oh yeah, that <laughs> you is know what I mean? like, sign all there's the a waivers. chance there's a chance this might not be fine. So yeah, I don't I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I don't think a cruise would be too bad. Not like a transatlantic cruise or anything. Like the Titanic was. Yeah, I know. The Titanic. The Titanic. Um I think it should be fine. I I think we'll be fine. Okay. We yeah. will discuss. We'll at discuss. At least it'll be warm water. They can. Can you guys let us know? Maybe we can have yeah. them vote. And we'll <laughs> well, put, should we'll we go put, on this cruise or not? <laughs> we'll put our future into y'all's hands. Yeah, ten thousand likes. We'll go on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and whatever happens, then I'm like, just blame oh the subscribers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they told us to do it. My family's life is in your hands, man. <laughs> I don't know. We got to think about it. But um, I love the ocean though, which is sad. I remember the first time I saw the ocean. I was like 13. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is amazing. Because I used to watch Rocket Power when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they would like surf and shit on there. Yeah. And it looked so fun. Yeah. And then I, I didn't get to surf, but I did like the little bodyboard or whatever it is. Yeah. Little wake. No, not wakeboard. You know what I'm talking about? You lay on your stomach. Oh, is it like a big canoe thing? Like no, a kayak thing? No, no, it's like thing? a small one. It's like. Oh, like a boogie board? Boogie board. <laughs> yeah. Ow! No, I'm scared. Whatever. <laughs> a boogie board. Yeah, so boogie I got to board. do that, so that was really fun. That's cool. That was in... Where is... Was that Virginia? Virginia Beach? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh! Because my aunt, my aunt lived in D.C., so we went to go visit her, <laughs> and then she was like, let's go to Virginia, so we went to the Virginia Beach. David would be on like the beaches of like Virginia Beach, North Carolina beaches. North Carolina like, beaches, beautiful is fun. beaches. 
uh, Outer Banks. Outer Banks. Outer Banks. Outer Banks is fun. Is that the same Outer Banks from the show? Is that where the show takes place? I never watched <laughs> I think it. So I don't know because it like I think it doesn't look anything like Outer, Outter Banks, Banks. In North Carolina. Again, my aunt she owned a beach house down there. My God, yeah, mm, she owned a beach house. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to tell her and be like, David always be bragging. <laughs> my family. <laughs> I'm like, what about you, huh? What about you? Where's my beach house? That's why I tell my cousin all the time, like, man, you're lucky you moved. You're lucky you didn't grow up with us. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> she is. She's lucky she didn't grow up with us. Anyways. She got. She had a whole different life. Well, we're thinking about, um, we're going to try to twist this into something. The, the good news is, is we're out of thunderstorms. We had a few little tornadoes touch down over here near Green Valley <laughs> yeah. Ranch. That was a lot better. Uh, yeah, well, you know, we have actual sunshine for the first time in like, it felt like two yeah. years. Been um, enjoying it. Finally, the kids are able to get some sun. Yep. And also, we may be going over to Wyoming here soon now that we're talking about it yeah, um, to yeah. go and experience the lake and introduce it to our kids for the first mm-hmm. time. They're finally at that age. I just was not like trying to take our infants Fuck, or like no. little bitty two year old to the lake. Like, it's just I, changing I, diapers. Please. So if some people it's can like, do it's it, like I'm not about that camping. It's like semi-camping. Yeah, it's it like is glamping. semi-camping. It's glamping. It's glamping. I mean, you don't get, you don't got like, I mean, you got a little bit of running water, but it's not like here. So you, you got diapers. Imagine trying to change diapers up there. Hell Sand no. everywhere and shit. Hell no. Hell no. Absolutely not. So yeah, it's just. So the kids know. are going to be on a boat for the first time um, yeah. here really soon. And yeah, I think we got to like get it. life jackets and wish no, us luck. <laughs> I'm not worried about Ezra. Ezra would be the one to make sure that everything's on the up and up. Yeah, but Ezra like will Ezra only stay in the shallow near your dock. Ezra he won't go like, into the lake. He'll read like the Game and Fish rules <laughs> and laws and be like, all right. You know, on the way up there. Like, I, just I could make just sure. see him, David, already in my mind's eye. Sitting with your dad with sunglasses on, telling steering the boat, <laughs> and looking around and telling telling people what to do with your dad. Yelling at another boat, slow down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like following your dad's every move, because like his God. dad be like yelling at people and be like, slow down, like it's no wake, it's no fucking wake. <laughs> Trying to fight people on a boat. I'm like, how are you going to get there? No, I've literally seen his dad stand on the edge of his boat and be like, come on. Come on. What's, what you going to do? We could go to the marina. We could go to the marina. Oh, you going to swim over there? It's like. Too big. Dave, please. <laughs> just trying to chill. Too big. You jump in there, you're going to sink like a rock. <laughs> you're like 98% muscle. But we've had some, I mean, we've had some good stories, some good little times out there in the cabin. We used to go all the time when we were younger. You know, that I can remember. Oh, my gosh. And, like, Julian would just um, uh, go uh, off with, like, his auntie, who, but they're only, like, four years apart. Yeah. So they would just, like, go off with the kids, and we would just mm. be out there on the boat and stuff. So yeah, should be fun. We haven't Should gone be. since before the pandemic, oh, so it's been a while. Then. I think before Ezra was even born. Was it before our wedding? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even before our wedding, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. I probably won't even recognize that place now. No, I can't wait for the tours. Oh, God. Here's the bathroom. Here's the kitchen. Here's outside. <laughs> 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 like... And like his parents, they have like this, um, this 
out like it's not it's like a building that's separate from their cabin and yeah. they made it into a room and then a loft it's like a huge shed but this loft thing. is hella off the floor okay it's hella yeah. <laughs> and they were like yeah you guys could stay in there and i was like thinking to myself like if i but it has a bed if we stayed in there though i would sleep in the loft with the kids Why? as a barrier because they will roll off Just of that put them thing. on the bottom with us it's big enough i think it's like 10 feet wide. You're trying to sleep in the same bed with Ezra and Mila. Well, Ezra's not a problem. Mila's the problem. Mila, uh, Ezra's not the problem. Mila might have to sleep. Mila will have to sleep downstairs with you, outside. and then I'll sleep in the loft with Ezra. Mila's going to have to sleep in the, in a wide open field. She would be in that area where they have all the dogs. Mila moves around so much. Yeah, she's going to have to be in a kennel. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to have to be caged in. They have, like, this big, like, cage thing oh, for all like the dogs dog run or yeah whatever? because yeah it's like a dog that, run yeah. so that beca- because like you know you're out in the middle of nowhere and your dog would just like fucking take off and yeah if, <laughs> there's if, like coyotes and, and plus shit. mila like loves dogs yeah like if one of our kids was to be raised by wolves i think mila would definitely be the one mila would sign up that would yeah she would do it willingly yeah. for sure yeah it's like, like by mommy by daddy yeah like, she, she would walk away with, like riding one yeah like a horse my best friend She's not afraid. Her life. She, I've seen this girl try to kiss a freaking pit bull in the lips. Yeah, like. but let a fly come oh, by and <laughs> good luck with her and those horse flies that actually bite over there. Oh, God. Ooh. Yeah, you should be scared of those. Fuck, mm. she's going to be afraid of every fly forever now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to think about it. So we got to pack up. That's going to be like a whole thing because like I've never. This is like a lot of first experiences. We've had Julian. Yeah. But, you know, he was uh, older um, when we were taking him to the cabin all the time. He was like six, seven. He was potty trained. Yeah. And like, you know, we had his clothes. They had some of his clothes. And like sometimes like they would pick him up, take him on the way or whatever. This is all us. (laughs) So um, I got to remember like make sure everything you know because it's 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 quite a drive over need, there yeah but i'll be near jeffree star so i'll let you guys know if i see him <laughs> i could be near jeffree star he lives over there where i don't know exactly where but he lives Is in Wyoming. where kanye lives i don't know i don't think they put out their address and be like this is where my ranch is well bitch. you know a city i don't i don't know what city I like i don't know like when kanye west stuff was happening i was like did people forget this guy lived in Wyoming. <laughs> Are you really surprised? Well, you know, um, you would never live in Wyoming. Hell no. That's crazy because like half of his family would live in Wyoming. I tell them they're crazy. All I the think time. they're like trying to retire to go to Wyoming. Yeah. You know, like, babe. No offense to Wyoming. What did she, what did she say? It's beautiful. Wyoming is beautiful. It <laughs> is. It is way. It is way too cold. I would never live in Wyoming. Like depressingly cold. It's like. And there's nothing there. Yeah. Like I said, I like the nature. There's nothing there. There's literally nothing there. Like when I were at, when I had to work in Casper, like we're like, let's go to the mall. So we go, and it's basically a Best Buy uh, attached to a pet store. <laughs> that was pretty much the mall in Casper. But why were you trying to go to the mall anyway? What else were we gonna do? I don't know. Mind your business. Go to a concert. Oh, I'd have been pissed. Going to a concert? Yeah. Where? At what venue? I don't know. I'm saying, <laughs> why are you trying to go anywhere anyway? 
I was getting per diem and have money Bro, to spend. I thought that David was cheating for a while whenever he fuck? worked out in Wyoming. I what? Did. Why? Because all of it, like you just, the, for the first time in our entire relationship, like hours a day, by he the way. was only talking to me for 15 minutes a day. And when I'm, t- I'm not exaggerating with you. 15 minutes, 30 if I was lucky. And that was him doing me a favor, okay? Mm -hmm. So I got in my fucking car one weekend, and I drove my ass over there. You think I'm lying? You think I'm lying? And I went to his fucking hotel, and I checked it out, made sure... There was no signs. You sound so Asking crazy his friends. Right now. We went out to um what, what was it? The freaking um I don't know, like old Chicago or something. It was like TGI shit. Fridays or something like that. One of the nicest restaurants in Applebee's or something. Yeah. yeah, I got to know his friends. I was Applebee's like, you know, has, like has he seemed lonely? Premier steakhouse. Don't lie to me. In Casper. You sound crazy right now. Do I? Yes. Do I sound crazy? Sound crazy. Okay, because you just said that there was nothing to do out there. And you know what men do when they don't have anything to do? Act stupid. Who the fuck goes to Casper Wyoming to cheat? You would be surprised. Like, I'm going to leave, like, <laughs> you I'm, go to Denver. Like, I'm crazy. I'm going to leave Denver to go to Casper, Wyoming. <laughs> so many more options. 15 minutes a day. Okay. Yes, that is true. But I was working like crazy amount of hours a day, and I was working out in the middle of nowhere. So where I worked, you get no cell service. And it's like a dirt road all the way. Like, you go to, like, the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. and then you go, like, another hour. And then, like, that's where I was working. I was working on this pipeline. And it was, like, in the middle of nowhere in Casper, freezing. So you don't get no service. You don't get service until you get an hour back into, like, away from your job site. And that was when you get service. So I'd have to text her from there. But I was like, sorry, babe, I can't talk right now because I got to order my pizza to make sure that it's there by the time I get home to the apart- or the. uh uh, I get your last day. Whose apartment? <laughs> Whose apartment were you at? Shut up. This is a hotel. Oh. You went to the hotel. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to like order Pizza Hut every day on my way back so that it could be there by the time I got. Because we didn't have no kitchen. There's no there's nowhere to get food. Like you can eat. By the time you get home, it's like already like eight. So by the time you shower, eat, it's already like 8 30, 9 o'clock. Then you got to wake up early as hell to do it all again the next day. Seven days a week. Mm-hmm. I remember you being mad. You're like, what the fuck? I was like, what do you want me to I do? I went from like just having a normal. She was like, well, you need to get your ass out there, get your tools, build a cell tower. No excuse. <laughs> no. And then, and then, if you think that our responsibilities with Julian just went away while he was out there for two months, absolutely not. So then I would have Julian, and I'm over there going to pick him up. I'd be calling David. Hey, Julian's here, and he's like on the phone for with Julian for like two minutes, and I'd be like, oh, for real? <laughs> now you want to know want to talk to our kid now? <laughs> I couldn't. I was like, I don't got the time. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, it was, it was a hard moment. Ah, uh, yeah, that was the most miserable. And like the wind, it was like dead winter. And by the way, the Broncos had just lost to the Ravens, the most heartbreaking fashion. And the next day, I had to go. So I was just like already so depressed. Pissed. I was already depressed. So pissed. And then <laughs> the wind is like no lie, like fifty miles an hour. 24 7 like it does not stop it's it's so unrelenting so what would be your advice to women whose boyfriends or husbands are working in remote areas where they cannot be reached at all hours of the day um try your best to keep it together but when all else fails jump in your car and go over there what babe i want to send you a a care package what hotel are you at (laughs) 
okay, I'm going to send you all your favorite snacks because I know that shit's just like weirdly priced out there. That's what he told me. And like things are miles and miles away. And I, I just really want you to have your Oreos, baby. And write that shit down, bitch. And get your, get your ass in the car and go get his snacks. Yeah. What hotel are you in? I'm in Casper, Wyoming. There's one hotel. <laughs> the hotel. I'm at mm-hmm. the hotel. Mm-hmm. And then just show up. That's what I would say. Do you have any questions? Only you can answer them. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Go to the middle of nowhere. It's fun. You left, though. You didn't stay very long. You're like, this place sucks. I stayed for I'm like out. a day and a half. <laughs> you know, like, I was like, all right. I see what's going on. Okay. You want to talk about how you were beefing with your hotel neighbor? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all okay. think I'm petty? I think I was so annoying. Mila. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were parents. We're trying to do this. <laughs> What do you guys want, man? Right, with that, we got to sign off. Yeah, we got to go. Um, our, our babysitter fluked they, on us today. They said. Uh, <laughs> they're cutting us off. Yeah. All right. Well, we love y'all so much. And we really appreciate you guys starting off your week right on the His and Hers podcast. Um, we love y'all. And we will see you guys to start your week off right next week. Yep. Peace. Don't, peace. <laughs>